What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is no one. It's just us. Yo. Hot, hot boy. Hot, hot, hot MoGraph boy. boy summer. Hot MoGraph summer 23. And MoGraph is a supplement to site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... Or working for the man. You can email us info at mograph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. Check us out on mograph.com, which is currently not active because uh, a <laughs> little billing we, error. We, 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 our, Whoops. It's, it, was, it was using the wrong credit card. It was using an expired credit card. And I wasn't getting the updates. So it went all year. And uh, I just found that out. So it'll be back up momentarily. Um, and then, um, what was the other, th- uh, MoGraph.com slash TV, if you want to check that out. Also, that's been audio glitching for two days, and I didn't know it, so. I did, but I didn't you say didn't anything, and I'm sorry. It does it every once in a while, and I don't know why. I just have to hit a reset button, and it's good. It just, you know, computer's going to compute. Yeah. And speaking of which, um... We're going to talk about that a little bit. We both we're both on new setups today, so this has been yes. kind of a mess getting this going, and hopefully everything's working. Hopefully yeah. everybody can hear us. I'm assuming so, or somebody in the chat would have probably said something. Yeah. Um. So, I think I talked about my new build on the show at one point. I don't you know if I mentioned done it yet. that you had all the parts or something. I think that was it. Okay. So I had all the parts. I built it. It was half an inch too small. To fit both of my 4090s in it. So I had to rip it all out right. and yeah. get a whole nother case that was an XL. I was really trying to get a small case. Yeah. You know, a case that would, you know, fit a little bit better. It's it's yeah. not bad. But I went out with all the lighting. I went out with, like, it responds to sound. It's got the LCD on the CPU cooler. It's called Pickle Rick. So Pickle Rick's just dancing Amazing. on it. My daughter comes in the room. She's like, Pickle Rick! And starts dancing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Raising them right, Dave. Yeah. Not my 13-year-old, right. my one-year-old. But right. Yeah. Um, I'm sure the 13-year-old will probably want a machine yeah. like that. Of course, she's got a pretty cool one right now, though. So, um, The problem is I'm running into power issues again. Oh, really? So I had installed yeah, a new Well, breaker. how many computers do you have in there now? Well, there's four sitting yeah. here one of them is MoGraph TV so it's not really sucking up much juice but the other ones I had kind of like split the loads put battery backups on and everything is fine as far as the battery backups and things the problem is that uh, it it was fine at first and then it started going off and what I realized was I didn't have the node on on this side and even if even if you're sucking too much juice from the breaker in general not what's on the power supply itself Mm -hmm. uh, on the battery backup but just in the wall it's still the battery backup says hey something's up on this uh, breaker it's drawing too much juice and it starts saying my juice is low because of that Mm. so it doesn't even matter I mean it's good because you know you're going to really warm up them uh, you're going to warm up them wires right (laughs) but I had already put in this other breaker for that reason and I should I mean it was just a big deal I should have had them run two lines you know Mm -hmm. like two electrical lines and say hey you know this this is for later so I don't know what the next step is um 
I could obviously put them in other rooms if I wanted to, but that's what I ended up having to do. Mm-hmm. I had I had four computers in this room, and anytime I'd start rendering, it would just pop, you know. Yeah. So I had to move, <clears throat> had to move two computers into my media room, and now they're just they're just render nodes, and you know, one of them's a a, a gaming system that I can play on my TV. But well, it's like I I don't pop I don't pop anymore. But then again. I haven't rendered fully with the Mac, the Mac Studio as well, but I don't think the Mac Studio is going to draw that, much. that kind of power. Yeah. The thing is, the 4090s are drawing less power. They're actually really good. Yeah. I, the the main thing is that I'm trying to put it on the existing breaker and not the new one because the new one's under full load, and um, I think it's my air conditioning because yeah. I have a window unit. So maybe yeah, I use that's the air pull a lot. Dude. Yeah. I think yeah. if I uh, I should try it if it if it works without the air conditioning on I will move the circuit for the air conditioner instead you know because I yeah. already spent the yeah, money yeah, yeah. to get a separate breaker in here yeah so you know now it's getting serious so it's that's one thing that I would like to do because like this room and then a, a second room or whatever they're on one breaker even though that's just the guest bedroom and no one uses it you know. Like I, I would love to have multiple, you know, switches or whatever breakers in this room, so it's not not all just. I don't know. This is where I wish I had a basement. Right? Because Dude, if I you're want smear balls set up. Yeah, if you're in Colorado, you can put all that stuff like in the basement and it's nice and cool. I don't have the option to put the computer in the garage; it'll burn up. You know. Yeah, I know. So. So, yeah, but it's it's working all right. Um, I've had some weirdness with it, with the USBs and things, and with sound, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's problems I had before, but I think this, again, comes back to having, like, USB hubs, and, you know, you're running a setup yeah. like this, you have to have a hub, especially now. Like, there's not as many uh, USBs on the back of these, because then some yeah. of them are Cs. They had two, uh, USB 2s, but there's only one USB 2 port on this, mm-hmm. and... Even inside, internally, it only has one USB 2 connection on the motherboard. It's a great yeah. motherboard. It's a classified 790 or whatever it is, or 970, I forget. Um, but, man, 24-core, 13-gen, uh, i9, uh, very, very fast. The Cinebench on it was incredible. The Cinebench was the high- higher than the highest thing they had in their thing. So that's, that's good. cool. It it ranked higher than the Ryzen that was in there. That's um, cool. Doesn't mean it's better than all Ryzen's. It's just the one that was in there. And can it play back two frames? It can. Actually, I was going to say, I played back video in After Effects like butter. Yeah, like it cached it, and I played it, and it actually worked. That is yeah. the biggest thing that I noticed when I switched over to my Mac Studio is that, like, I mean, this thing's a twenty core. You know, mm-hmm. and it it plays back so smooth. It's just it's like, and you know, I've heard this that uh, uh, Adobe focuses really heavily on Mac. You know, and it things work just a little bit better on Mac. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can tell. Like, yeah. and I did some tests on rendering. Like, it rendered four times faster than my 14 core, 28 thread machine. You know, it's like it's crazy. Did you run Cinebench on it? Or anything? Uh, I don't think I have. No, but there's scores out there for it, you know. But there's not a an octane bench for Mac, right? There's not. No. So from what I've done, from the like just the the little things that I've tried, 
I think it's equal about to like a 3070, you know, Mm -hmm. which is fine with me because, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really need it for doing full on rendering and eventually, you know, uh, uh, adding windows as a node is going to happen eventually. I don't know when, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, until that happens, I'll just throw it up into the other computers, let them keep going. And then I can just keep working on my, you know, my Mac. So, right. But yeah, I actually, I did spend, I spent this. So I, uh, it's funny because I, I've actually more people have used the Mac studio than I have <laughs> since I bought it. I bought it like six months ago. Oh you know? yeah. Cause we used it on the road. And, we used it on yeah. the road for, you know, uh, NAB. And then right before I left for Disney world, uh, my old boss texted me and he's like, Hey, do you have any additional Mac studios that you want to rent out? I was like, tell you what, I'm going out of town for a couple weeks. You <laughs> can just borrow it. He's like, oh, okay, cool. So I let him borrow it, you know, and uh, uh, then once I, I but I, I, I've been wanting to get to the point where that's my main machine, you know. And so I spent uh, like a day last week uh, actually hooking everything up and getting like my focus right on it and getting the camera. And then also you run into the things where it's like the thing with Windows is people there's all sorts of like programmers out there creating programs so if there's one little thing that doesn't work it's like oh okay uh, i'll just use this weird off-brand program that someone created right but with a mac it's like there's not as many programmers and people trying to program for mac so it's like if something doesn't work like for example discord on mac does not work with the focus right because there's a big like issue with discord and xlr usb interfaces it must have to do with the difference between asio and whatever the other one is uh maybe i don't know like they said it's on it's on apple's side you know but i i highly doubt that well you can't use ndi input cameras on uh discord on the mac either unless you have um I mean, even if you have NDI installed, you have yeah. to still do this weird thing with the programming and Discord and some weird plug-in patch thing. It's yeah. a whole, it's a whole thing. Uh, so I, I had to buy. I had to actually, and it's only for Discord. It works fine on Skype. Like this is using mm-hmm. the Focusrite just fine, and you know it works fine in Audition. So I had to buy this program called Loopback, you know, in order mm-hmm. to like basically take my inputs and then create a whole separate output. You know, yeah. and then it works fine in Discord. But I use it for a that lot. I had to go through that. Loopback is the same as as the virtual cable on mm-hmm. the PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. You have but, to use you know. that if you're doing um, any sort of uh, screen sharing with audio on the Mac. Mm-hmm. You have to use that. It won't. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, um, and then I had you know for using my camera and stuff like that. I was using my old right. Canon T three I. And, you know, it worked fine on the PC, blah, blah, blah. So I move over to the Mac and it's like they have the software, but it just doesn't work with that camera. So I'm like, great, what am I going to do? So I was like, all right, we're pulling out the Blackmagic 6K camera to use as a webcam. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what so I there have we go. here. But yeah, I'm going to use it now. It's yeah. beautiful and it looks nice. And I can add LUTs to it and whatever, you know. Well, that's not but, what I'm on right now, but I do have it up here for tutorials, and I'm I'm gonna sell it, I think, because I got a new camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have yeah. USB capability and stuff, but I really don't use this camera up here that often. So, 
Um, I got Which the one new, is that? Is that your Black Magic one? That's my Black Magic 6K hmm. Pro. Yeah, I'm gonna sell it. So if anybody's looking to buy one, uh, let me know. Uh, yeah. I just. I don't know. I'm not into the Blackmagic ecosystem as much as I was the Canon, and the main thing is that um, it doesn't take photographs. Like, it will take a photo with this little button, but it is not a camera that has video. It's a video camera that has photos. Yeah. Yeah, That makes sense. So the new Sony that I got, the sensor is insane. The whole thing is insane. It's using the sensors that are on the Pro models, and people are pissed off because it's out of the the market segmentation mm-hmm. you know like it's supposed to be that these prosumer cameras can't do what the professionals can and this right. one can yeah and so i think it's what is it called the fx3 or whatever it is the how much the did it big, cost you beefy one it was like 2500 dollars, 2800 dollars, okay. somewhere in there about the same around the same price as the black magic right but yeah. it's full-blown i mean this sensor and the auto stuff that it does like the auto stuff it has AI and it figures out where people are and it can mm-hmm. figure out their, yeah. like, their IK and figures out how to focus them correctly. You can track anything by touching on it and it will stay in focus on that item. Um, the sensor's insane. The color is insane. You don't have to color. I mean, you, you probably color correct stuff. Right. But, <laughs> you know, and it does this 10-bit recording onto the SD card as well if Jeez. you need that. How big are those um, files? They're pretty big, but they're not too bad. Not like the Black Magic, and that was my problem. Yeah. Black Magic Raw, it's like, oh, you want to record this so you have good color control, or else you're going to go to ProRes or you're going right. to go to MP4. And in order to do that, you use a Black Magic codec, and you re- you'll record for five minutes, and the stupid thing's like 50 gig or something, and yep. you're like, what? Yep. It's like, I can't handle that. I can't. So, and yeah, it's 6K, but you know, what does it matter if you're never using it? Right. <laughs> so this thing is incredible. It has all the bells and whistles. It's small. Um, it is just a fan-freaking-tastic camera. And there's a Sony mic that you can put on it that doesn't look like a regular yeah. mic. It has these little holes on the top because somehow it's figuring out, based on the waves, you know, the sound waves, which direction things are coming from. So it can turn off the front and back mic at auto. Um, I mean, everything about this Technology camera. is insane. Like... I, I keep thinking, okay, we've hit the precipice, right? We're, we're done. Right. There's no more innovation. And then, <clears throat> you know, they figure out how to make a telescope out of pulsars. It's like, dude, I know. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mac Daffy saying uh, Beppe published a, uh, I think that's how you say it, Beppe, published a couple Octane uh, on Mac charts on the Octane I- Italy Twitter. Oh, Italy Twitter? Octane okay. Italy. I think it's Look Beppe. He up. always writes Ciao Beppe at the end of all his posts in the forum. Ciao <laughs> Beppe. Um, so speaking of Octane, 23, I don't know if it's Alpha, Beta, whatever is out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to get Jules on the show yes, we to do. talk about that, for one. But I have been in the newer versions, uh, the stable versions of Octane, which are, are really good. Um I, you know, I got this brand new computer, and I really expected to not have the problems I was having before. Yeah. Um, there's always some problems in Octane that happen when you push your limits a little too hard on the live viewer and things. That's to be expected. I had some weirdness going on with some displacement textures and things, but my main thing has been the viewport of cinema. And I, I'm sorry, but, like, we got to get this figured out. 
Because yeah. I'm doing basic things with MoGraph effectors and clones, and it's still just choking on things. You know, I brought some of the new GSG <clears throat> items in, like some lights for a football stadium and things, and it was just choking on them. I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you choking on a million polygons? Yeah. Like, why in the viewport? I understand certain aspects of it and why. The thing that frustrates me is if... I mean, I've got particles, I've got volume builder stuff going. I have a lot going on, but there's got to be a way to manage this to where you can just operate. If I need to check an animation, I don't want to have to go in and turn off a bunch of layers to check and see if my animation looks correct. Yeah. And then when you do that, it's still calculating all that stuff in the background. Now, I, I yes. heard that uh, Magic Solo, what is it called, Magic Solo? Mm-hmm. or whatever it is, is supposed to be good for this because my technique is to put things into layers and yeah. call it mute. And like I've been yeah. saying, I want a just an, a circle with an M in it. Just looks just like the solo button or something mm-hmm. uh, that you see down in the, uh, in the layers, right? It's that S, the solo button. But just give me an M and put it next to the traffic light so I can mute that layer for a second so that generators and espresso and everything turns off because if you turn off render and viewport the traffic lights render and viewport render and render engine it's still calculating so you go through you turn everything off you have one thing in the viewport and it's and it's just chugging on it because it's running in the background now i understand the reason is because you want to turn things off in the viewport and still have them be able to reference things like a, right. mo, a MoGraph is referencing it, Volume Builder, you know, <clears throat> and if something's referencing it, that makes sense. But but to get around in the viewport as an artist and to be snappy, like I'm fast. The only thing that is slowing me down is the viewport and Octane. Yeah. The viewport because it's very slow and Octane because it can be crashy. Yeah. Again, I push it to its limits. I under I always know why it crashed because right. of something I did. <laughs> I did. But in the yeah. viewport, that's not the case. In the viewport, when I'm having issues, uh, the other thing I want is an escape button. I know you yes. can hit escape. I need I escape a cancel. I had to force quit Cinema 4D probably 20 times last night because yeah. I was doing very simple things. Or, or I'm, I'm changing a setting and it goes a little too low. And then it's like, oh, no, it's calculating yeah. like 0.1 instead of 1. And it's, it was, it's over. It's done. Someone was talking about that where it's like, you know, Cinema 4D knows that it's going to take a really long time. You know? Right. Oh, maybe it was Beeple when we were hanging out with him. You know, he said, yeah, I accidentally hit 34, uh, 34 subdivisions instead of three, you know, and it's but then like it kills your render. Yeah. Like if you haven't saved, it's done. It's done. And I and I get it like you can hold down escape technically, but it only will escape once it gets to escape in the line of things it has to do. There needs to be a fail safe button for this stuff. Why not? Yeah. Why I is agree. there not a fail safe? You I know. Agree. Um, like it, the way Houdini works where you can just hit escape and it like breaks everything, but at least it stops. Right. That's, that's, it. that's the best. Yeah. Like volume builder, you know, yeah. volume builder, you do two small pixels. It gives you a warning at least. Right. <laughs> but it, you know, uh, what's some other thing? I accidentally added too many cloners to something and it was like mm-hmm. trying to figure that out. And 
I mean, stuff will not even be moving in the viewport or changing, but it's yeah. still trying to calculate frame to frame. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way to fix this. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it's one of the biggest things that Maxon needs to do for artists right now is make the viewport snappy because people are leaving for that reason. I, I asked Barton the other day, I'm like, are you having problems with the viewport? He's like, no, because we're doing everything in Houdini and Unreal Engine now. Yeah. You might build something in Cinema 4D, like one element, but you can't manage a complex scene in Cinema 4D. You can't. Not without using layers, not without turning things on and off. It is Mm -hmm. absolutely impossible. And these are, Mm -hmm. I I say it's complex, but this is a three-second scene I'm working on. Yeah. It's got volume builders. It's got cloners. What else does it have? Um, And I'm not even using bulls. The yeah. best thing for bulls is to use octane clipping materials with yes. priority. Yes. Because if you use priority, you can even pick what has a bull, and it is so buttery smooth. Like, you just yeah. move something through the scene, it's good to go. I wish I, – I worked on a project recently, and I was just, like, wishing that Redshift had, you know, bull materials and stuff like that. What sucks – like – the, the one thing that annoys me, especially working on that project, is that, you know, I I spent a bunch of time building a really complex and cool rig, and it worked beautiful, like, no issues at all, and then I go to render it, and one of the nodes that I was using in Redshift is, like, deprecated and doesn't work when you render it on a farm, so it completely mm. broke everything and then I had to go back and redo the entire thing using a different method which ended up not looking or working correctly and so I had to do 800 mm. workarounds in order to get it to work you know and uh, and rendering it on one computer was not an option because this was like a 20,000 pixel wide you know thing yeah and I, I wish I could sit down with one of these projects with somebody from Maxon. I'm yeah. sure I could. And show them and say, like, look how, look how ch- like, chuggy this is. Yeah. Right? And when you're making something decent looking, you have to have a lot of things in the scene to make it work and make it look good. Yeah. You know? So if I have all these cloners, yeah, sure, I can put them on multi-instance mode. That'll make it faster in the viewport. But when I render, I can't use that. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you had the option still to say... Uh, multi-instance in the viewport. Yeah. And do something else in the render. Yep. That would be that would solve the problem with those yep. in the viewport. But then the things with particles and everything else calculating. And you even cache the stuff out and it still yeah. chugs on it. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it is. I don't know if the new Crimson Core is gonna help that or whatever, <laughs> but like it 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 needs it needs work. It needs work because the biggest hindrance of me getting anything done mm-hmm. is that I have to sit there and wait on the computer to crash yeah. on me yeah. a lot. <laughs> I will say, um, so I was working in, uh, uh, working on my Mac today, you know, and I, uh, uh, one cool thing about when, so you know how you get like those, you know, you'd get the, um, what is it? Like the, the CUDA crashes right. or whatever, where it says your CUDA has crashed, whatever. You don't get that on the Mac, but if you get like a, a a crash of some sort, you know something similar, you can just reload it. You don't have to yeah. restart Cinema, which is fantastic. And and Cinema has been loading even on my new machine very slow. 
yeah, very slow. It takes so long for it to come up now. And yep. then X particle says it needs an update. That takes yeah. time. And then the window. like, And so it used to be if I had to crash, it wasn't a big deal. But now I feel like mm-hmm. Cinema is taking longer to load. It's also taking longer to save. Noticeable save difference in 2023.2, yeah. like the second version. A basic save takes very long, and I'm you a may, constant now, saver. One thing you may want to check with that is that you're not. So this happened to me of uh, a year or two ago, uh, working on a project when I was using particles and stuff like that. Is that uh, I had accidentally clicked on, or no, I was going through Winbush's course, mm-hmm. and there's like this save for. Uh, Cineware or save for melange or something like that. Right. If you accidentally have that clicked, it's going to take forever to save. Yeah, this is anything. And and it's okay. not a really long time, but it's a noticeable difference. Yeah. Like if I even if I if I even have like a basic scene set up and I hit mm-hmm. save, it used to be you hit I I'm my hand is always on control S, control S yeah. all the time. Every time I do a big step, control S. Not me. I'm too busy for it. Right. I just let the auto save do its thing. So I used to hit, <laughs> I used to hit control S and it'd be like saving. Okay, done. Yeah. Okay, like that. Now I hit saving. Go grab yourself a coffee. Okay, done. Yeah. And that's not a big difference, but when you're in a quick saver uh-huh. and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going fast. Save. It's that ADHD brain where it's like, know. you know, it, it's like where you get in a zone and then someone comes in right. and walks through your door and is like, hey, what's going on? You know, and you're like, OK, you've totally taken me out of my zone. Now it's going to take me 10 minutes to get back into this zone, you know. Oh, oh, boy. You're right. I'm, I'm reading things from my mom. Oh. My dad has been in the hospital since March. And come home with a, b- a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and we really thought he got enough therapy and was good. And then now he's back in the hospital today. It's it sucks, dude. I'm sorry. I mean, months and months and months in the hospital. So, yeah. So that's fun. <clears throat> oh, so family family texts going on and things. I'm just, you know, my dad. What year is it? 23 2023 so my, yes. my dad is 67 mm-hmm. and i don't know man i think he has early onset dementia i don't that know sucks. it compounds everything that's going on right now because yeah so my mom is dealing with uh her mom and husband both having dementia at the same time that is terrible yeah and my dad is not in is not as far as my grandma is, but it's it's I I think that's what it is. I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, I I, uh-huh. I don't know what else it it would be. There's and he knows he knows something's. I mean, he knows he has memory problems, but I think that's what it is. And yeah, uh, is your grandma is your dad? Um, who's whose mom is she? Your mom or your dad? My mom's mom. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, lived with us since I was a kid. She was my third parent. Yeah, but. She's. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not that. Maybe it's related to something else. But there's definitely a memory problem, and yeah. so she's dealing with both of them, you know, at the house on her own a that lot. Sucks. Yeah, you know. And I, t- I told my, I think I might have said this on the sh- the show. I don't remember. There was one point he was in the hospital, and it yes. it was all the drugs. <laughs> I mean, you told the, me this. The drugs it's and things. Horribly sad. <laughs> he he had um like hospital psychosis. Yeah, and. And I'm calling, and she's like, oh, let me put Grandma on the FaceTime. And I'm like, okay, no, not right now. And then so 
she's looking at my dad and my dad's looking at her and they're both talking and neither one of them knows what's going on. <laughs> and it was literally like having uh, Google and the Amazon dingus right. talking to each other. <laughs> like, you know, you got to laugh, you know, yeah. or else you're going to cry. But like they're they're. <clears throat> Yeah. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs. And we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store. All thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now back to the madness. It's it's been rough, man. It, it, when you get in your forties, and family yeah. and friends start having issues, I've had lots of friends Dude, die. I've had it's you know. it's crazy to me. Like I'll I'll Google search someone. Like this mm-hmm. this happened at least two times in the past six months where I'm like, hmm, like an old client or like an old friend or something, and I'll Google search them and they're dead. Yeah, it's like oh okay, you know. They yeah. were 40 years old. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. It's like, well, crap. Okay. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. And the travel this year has been a lot, too. But Yes. You know, <laughs> speaking of which, we should talk about where we're at on the tour. Yes. I think people probably have questions about the dates that were in July. Yes. Um, one of them, we had issues with the venue. Another one was Atlanta, and we originally were trying to get SCAD. Yes. And we couldn't, and then now we think we can, but the main thing is that we're going to some of these colleges, and we're like, the summertime is the worst time to go to these colleges. Nobody's there. Yeah. Uh, So the Canada stuff for August is still in the books. Yes. Um, That's fine. Toronto and Montreal. Mm -hmm. So that'll be fun. We're still doing Atlanta. We are working with SCAD now to try and get that, but we want to do it during school. So there's going to be a lot of these dates that kind of start coming together after August. Right now, we're thinking October, but we're not 100% yeah. sure. That's, those are just some times that we're throwing around. Yeah. So pretty pretty soon, like this month, we'll start securing those dates because we still have, what, another nine or ten shows to go, yes. including overseas. The Canada yes. shows are still happening except for Vancouver. It's just Vancouver too expensive. Vancouver is not happening. It's yes. too expensive. When yep. you know when people you know want to let you use their venue for fifteen thousand dollars yeah and you're like come on man and and then the problem with some of these places you know we know this now because we have become glorified um event planners (laughs) event planners who who cares about mograph when you can event plan right yeah um but no the 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 crappy part is also some of these venues that you want to rent out you know they'll charge you 10k and it's like okay cool we're gonna bring in our own food and they're like nope sorry you have to use our catering right that's another fifteen thousand dollars it's like all right so we won't use any and for like alcohol you know fifteen thousand dollars for a couple bud lights so we're we're changing the celebrate portion of the event to be more of a hangout and get yeah. beers type thing because even if we buy everybody around it's still going to cost us a fraction of the price absolutely <laughs> you yeah. know and the thing is like what ends up happening anyway is we all just go to a bar and hang out afterwards you know right like that's what we exactly do. we do that anyway you know? so, so there's uh, uh, there's no reason to not do that you know yeah 
Yeah. So we're going to start shaping that up. Uh, K- KG in the chat is asking about more East Coast. So, all right, we've got... Uh, uh, there... Okay, so I, do not quote me on this, but I think <laughs> there will be some kind of event during SIGGRAPH that we can probably throw an invite out to people. So okay, be aware, SIGGRAPH sure. is happening in August, like the first or second week of August... Well, either way, um, we'll just do a little get together of some we will. sort. Yeah, what, you know. Yeah, um, we've got so Atlanta will be moved probably September October. Uh, you got Chicago. Chicago is going to be in conjunction with Half Res, so this will be kind of fun. You can show up yeah. early that day, uh, and then the celebration portion of the event is Half Res, so we'll all yeah. be at the same place. So, uh, you know, that's kind of like a double reason to go to Chicago. Yeah. We're going to do Miami in December. Uh, so there is another East Coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got, okay, Vancouver is going to go off the docket. We're going to do Europe as well. Yes. I believe four cities, London, Paris, London, Berlin, Paris, Barcelona. Berlin, Barcelona, yeah. I don't know how we're going to afford that, but. <laughs> now here's the other, now here's the deal. East Coast. If you're going to only go to one thing on the East Coast and it's something like not around like your city. If if they're in, if we're in your city, come on down. Yeah. You know. But if you're thinking about going to one specifically, yes. you need to go to Charleston, South Carolina. Go to Charleston, South Carolina. Yes. yes. In December. Yes. Do we uh, want to talk about specific date? Well, we have a specific date now, right? Uh, we do have a specific date, December sixteenth. Yeah. Chris yeah. is asking any news on the UK date. Um, we don't have the dates, but they will all be in November. Yes. That's currently where they're at. So we're going to spend July getting some of these down. The main problem is that we're having trouble locking in the venues. And then once we lock them in, we have like a week to promote. So right. we're trying to get ahead of this and secure all these dates because we have a lot more to come. Yeah. And we want to give people time, like if they want to go. Now, especially Charleston. But think of Charleston as a completely different show. Yes, we're not going to get is, too much. This is the not going to be your typical DAT tour. This right. is going to be. Way, this is going to be a big event. This is going to be a big event. So even if you went to a previous DAT show, this is hundred percent. You still want to go to this one? Yeah. Yes. So what we are doing? Uh, are we, we we're going to say the venue, right? We yeah. Talk about the venue. Yeah, it's going to be at People Studio Beeple in Studios. South Carolina. Um, talk, like think of TED Talks. Mixed with art event, mixed with game show. Yes. Yeah. So um, we're going to start working on this soon. We're talking to some people online we're going to collaborate with for this. Yeah. And the main game, we're thinking of some other fun mini games and things, but I don't know how much, after rehearsing this, I don't know how much time we're going to have for other parts of the game show, but I we'll don't try. I think we will. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so... Imagine you have a computer with some assets on it, mm-hmm. and there's brackets yeah. of people, and yep. there's 32 brackets, and you have to face off. We do uh, two groups at a t- two brackets at a time. Each side yes. of the bracket goes yes. the left and the right, and you have 10 minutes, including saving minutes. and rendering, yes. to to do a piece based on something. So there'll be yes. a prompt. Yep. Uh, like uh, working on an airplane. Right. <laughs> with your pants off. Yeah. And so that will be 
your prompt for 10 minutes. So. Yeah. And so you've got to create a quick scene in 10 minutes and then um, everyone will vote. You know, we're setting up a system to where everyone can vote on their phone mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, whoever wins. Uh, well, at first we'll take, I think it's the top four candidates, the top four people. And at those will move on to the next bracket. Yeah. And then I think it'll yeah. go down to like the top two and stuff. Right. And then finally it'll end up one V one. Yeah. For fastest 10 minute render. Yeah. Best actually 10 minute think, render. Yeah. I think the last one might be 20 minutes. Yeah. So what we're going to do is try and get a really big group of people doing this online first and mm-hmm. also run through some practice runs of this because yeah. we re- we rehearsed this, we tried, you know, all different we had like a bunch of different kinds of computers and issues and things. It was really great to work out some of the bugs and test this. Yeah. We'll have an MC. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's going to be great, but we're going to do some stuff online with some people, hopefully uh, Clinton Jones and other people yeah. to show, here's how you go through the process of doing this 10 minute thing. Here, we're going to practice together. Right. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. Like you, you can make some really good, as long as like, cinema doesn't crash on you (laughs) you can make some pretty good stuff in about 10 minutes you know but there are caveats that you got to remember like one is if you're going to bring in models you got to make sure and you know convert the textures and that they all work you got to hit that that uh that live viewer almost immediately so you know what's missing you know yeah you gotta and you gotta you gotta be done about a minute before you need like 20 seconds to really think about it because you get uh-huh. the topic at the last second and you have to go. Don't forget to like change your render engine as well so that yeah. when you hit render. <laughs> so it's a whole process. So yeah. we're going to be doing practice runs online. Then we're going to have the actual contest. Um, we're hoping to get Clinton Jones involved because then we'll yeah. have like 8 billion entries. Right. Um, but it's going to narrow it's going to narrow it down we're going to have a handful of people at the end only 32 that are invited to come and be at the event yeah so um, we'll do practice runs compete basically for some prizes some good prizes notoriety but the way that it's going to go it's very game showy think about all that exposure (laughs) think about think about game show and computers mixed with a great environment and a Nickelodeon game show Nickelodeon 80s 90s game show yeah which i still want to call it dat splat i love that i think it's great it's very nickelodeon yeah so um we did the rehearsals uh we we went and um you know figured out what the plan was going to be we're also going to do some art musical art pieces and soundscapes and visualscapes i i really wanted to bring this company that would help us do surround sound stuff with it but i don't know if we have the budget yeah um but these pieces are going to be great i i am i have connected with somebody uh that i'm a big fan of in audio um Mm -hmm. this album called it's the kmart tapes uh-huh. And I love it, and we're collaborating on a little visual skate for the for the event, and so yeah, you gotta go. Um, yeah, it's the 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 tickets will be just a little bit more than uh, your normal dat show, just because there's gonna be there's gonna be so much more involved in this. Mm-hmm. Like there's gonna there's gonna be shuttles from hotels and stuff like that, and that's right. That's so much more involved than yeah. you know. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. But this is going to w- be one that y'all will want to 
put on your calendars. Oh yeah, and, it's going to be and go to. And imagine you're playing and everything's you know you're participating and everything's going crazy and there's like 500 mm-hmm. people around you. You yeah. know, even if you're not going to participate, it's going to be so much fun to hang out. Uh, Justin Leduc in the chat says he bought tickets for Toronto and he never received them. This is why we flipped over to Eventbrite because. Mm-hmm. They are in the system. They were just not. The emails were not getting to people. Yeah. They were just not sending or whatever. It was just a big mess. So we moved to Eventbrite. Um, I will be moving all those people to Eventbrite into that system. Yeah, so shortly. if you don't have a ticket, you will be receiving a ticket. I mm-hmm. I know you didn't get your ticket, but you are. probably in the system. It just didn't send you the email. So I will move it over. You'll be all good. Um, As soon as we start getting all of the planning going uh, online and the website and everything for Toronto, uh, you'll see that. Because I've got to get guests and all of that lined up. So so you're good. You're good. Um, What else? Uh, Camp MoGraph. Anything else about the tour? I think that's probably it. I think I think that's about it. Uh, big shout out to our sponsors. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. We can shout out to our sponsors. Mm-hmm. So big uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Dell Technologies, uh, for sponsoring as well as Render. Um, huge shout out to them. I got my Render. Got my Render hoodie on. Yeah, super excited. Nice. About that. There you go. <laughs> I got an XL because I know these ones shrink a little bit. Man, they're so soft. But like, I gotta say, like wearing a really big hoodie is kind of nice. <laughs> I get why girls like to do it with their boyfriend's hoodies. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, but you also have to like wear no pants with them if you do that, right? Yeah, right. Or you, right you're wearing right. no pants, right? You got okay. to, oh, what is it? Winnie the Pooh it? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Winnie or the Pooh Daffy, or Don, no, Donald uh, Duck it. Uh, Donald Duck it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Donald Duck in it. Um, That's funny. And Justin um, says, thanks, Broly Ollie. And I'm supposed to say that out loud. Broly Ollie. Broly Ollie? Is that how you Broly. say that? Sounds like broccoli to me. It's a little too close to broccoli. Um, Also, NVIDIA and Tool Farm. So Uh big shout out uh, to our amazing sponsors for the design and animation tour. Now, also talking about sponsors, let's move over to Camp Wait, before we do that, I do (laughs) want to say, too, that we are doing uh, separate uh, additional sponsorships for Charleston. If anybody yes. is interested in that, it's going to be huge. Uh, yeah. And if you uh, uh, work for a studio that is looking to get their name out there, especially among you know uh, a big group of MoGraphers and stuff, you know we're looking for studio sponsorships as well as other stuff specifically mm-hmm. for that date. Because what yeah. we're trying to do, mm-hmm. we haven't talked to Dell yet, but it would be nice to see if they would sponsor the sta- the the workstations yeah um and then uh, i know gsg is down to to mm-hmm. you know sponsor as well put all their packs in for the competition yep i would like to also see if maybe kitbash would be in because then you could have that in your library because we're going to have very specific assets for this competition yeah. you know you're not going to be able to go to certain places because that would kind of like make it a little less even playing field right Uh, right. but so if anyone is interested in getting involved either monetarily or donating something or whatever please let us know because uh i'm sure i mean it's got people's name on it it's yeah you know you know it's gonna be good yeah it's gonna be be big it's gonna be really cool all right all right camp camp mograph um yeah uh uh the news there camp mograph i'm just very excited for it you know and then, um, so those who are on the wait list, uh, keep an eye out on your emails. You know, we've got a few tickets that we're releasing this week. 
Um, and so we, there, you'll have 24 hours to respond and to pick up a ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to release a few to the wait list. So if you're on that wait list, make sure and check your emails. Um, or keep an eye on your emails because those will be, you know, those will be released this week. So, um, and then that more than likely will probably be the last set that we send out unless someone comes to us and is like, Hey, I can't go, you know, blah, blah, blah. Then we'll start reaching out to the wait list. But if you're not on the wait list, you can go to campmograph.com and uh, join the wait list. Let's address that too. If you cannot make it. Yes. If you cannot make it to camp, um, we, we have a refund policy, which is that you cannot get a refund. (laughs) And that is because, that uh, that is because it costs us money. Parts with camp. (laughs) Yes. Like, like our costs and our margins are very slim. Like we, you know, are hoping that someday it will be profitable. Yeah. Um, so it, it giving a ticket back really messes things up because like we're paying X amount of dollars for these slots. Yeah. Not that we couldn't find somebody for it though. And that's right. what, and that's why the I want to bring is, this up. If, if you can't come try and find someone else or to get hit ticket, us up you know. to help you find, we can 100% find help you find somebody to buy that ticket. I mean, we, we can try. I can't guarantee that we can well, find someone, you know, but we can, we it can depends put the, on how long it is till camp. There. Yeah. But like if, if it's right like now before camp, there are people jonesing for those tickets. Yeah. You know, and, and, and there's people on a wait list. So we could definitely say, okay, go to the next person in the wait list, mm-hmm. see if they want it. Yeah, that's going to work a little bit better because um, the hardest thing is like we can't do that thing anymore where it's like, okay, well, you can come next year because it still costs us the same amount of money or more or more for that slot and that slot next year. So it ends up you end up getting your ticket for free, essentially, as far as we're concerned for that. You know, there's a lot that goes into event planning, like a lot. Who knew who knew that we'd be event planners? You know, I know this whole year. There's there's like spreadsheets and all yeah. the things, and everything is expensive and everything's inflated. Yep. And like, yep. we're tr- just trying to get the event done, <laughs> and yeah. hope that we can make you know five dollars for our work. Yeah, you know. Meanwhile, also having to do client work as well, <laughs> and so. do a tour. Yeah, and do, do a, a show, and do a website, and a website, <laughs> and work. At, I mean, just all the things like. I'm really ready for the end of the year and just sit in my hot tub. <sighs> yeah, in your hot tub. Did you just need to come over sometime? You know what? I'll tell you the other <laughs> night. The other night I went swimming. Like after the kids went to bed, I went and you know jumped in the pool and stuff like that. It was it like it was kind of cold. You know, mm-hmm. the pool was actually kind of cold because the weather, even though the weather had been a hundred degrees that day, the you know, humidity. at night it was yeah. kind of nice. And so I was like, you know what? I can see myself hopping hopping in this hot tub. Yeah, on, get cool. My warm. one goal for the year, my one goal. Yeah, all of this work ju- just yeah. to have a hot tub. That's all I want. <laughs> but at this point, it's just going to be a bagel. A, a <laughs> just for putting on just a roof. For putting on a roof. <laughs> and if anybody gets that joke, please let me know. It's funny. Anyway, uh, so yeah, make sure and check your emails. Uh, and then a big shout out to our Camp MoGraph sponsors. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Otoy is our uh, global sponsor. Big shout out to them for uh, helping us out. And then we've got our village sponsors, both Maxon and Spilt. And then our gold sponsor, Grayscale Gorilla. Super excited to have everyone on board. Thank you so much. Without them, it would not be possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So, 
What else we got? What else we got going on? I got a bidet. <laughs> you know, I got to report back to Aaron Sorensen and let him right. know. You know, it's life changing. Right. right. You already right. had one, though. I did. I bought yeah. one during COVID. And know? I had to go use the bathroom without a bidet the other day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. Like, it's Dude. it's pretty it's pretty big deal. Everybody in every other country in the world does this. And there's something about America where yep. people just think it's weird. And I think it's amazing. It's hygienic. Yep. Like, what's the problem? What's Great. the what is the the stigma attached to having a clean bee hole? I don't know. Like, why? Oh, you 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 have a clean bottom. <laughs> oh, not in America. Like, what? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so I I had installed. I got. We should get them to to. They do podcast sponsorships. We should do it. Oh, that would be hilarious. Yeah. Tushy. Yeah, Tushy. Tushy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I got Tushy. Just got the regular one. Mm-hmm. You know, didn't get the warm knob. The, you know, you have to hook up more stuff for oh, that. I'll see. You if they're going to sponsor one. us, they're going to have to send me a uh, a warm knob one. You know? Well, I don't mind that. I just don't. You just have to have warm water, right? Oh. Like, yeah, I think I it's a little more complicated. It. Except yeah. it was warm the other day. Mm. And I was like, what is going on? It's because in the morning, the pipes that were... <laughs> Outside the wall, we're closest to the sun. Oh, gotcha! And so yeah. I turned it on. I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> but so funny thing, I was having a little trouble installing it due to just it being cramped in yeah. that particular area. Yes. And I got it hooked up because you have to really get it on there for it to not leak. Right, it's like a real big deal. And so I was under there trying to get it working, and I'm on the floor. And Julie comes in. She's like, "Did you get it?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's all working here. Let me, let me try it out." Okay. Now, I thought if you turned it on a little bit, that it would just drip <laughs> a little. I just wanted to see if it was working. I know where this is going. So I'm sitting in front of the toilet. Uh huh. Right, and I turned it on, and it goes right in my chest. <laughs> yep, works. Oh. Sorry, I was already covered in gra- crap and toilet water already yeah. on the floor because I made a mess. But that's hilarious. It doesn't take eight minutes to install, like it says. It took me more like an hour. An hour? You, you really? You gotta find the tools. Yeah, but the thing is, then, if you've done it, if you've done it before, I bet you you could do it in eight minutes from. Yeah. You know, if you were to do it again, it was just problems with things not being accessible, and yeah. then I apparently I've never changed this toilet seat. It's one of those where you can't just unscrew it. It has these special, and this is really cool. Actually, it has these little special slider locks that ah. go on it, which are they put in the book how to use it with this yeah but then you slide the toilet seat on and it latches and it never does that thing where it gets loose and slidey yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know um that's nice but yeah so i got it installed aaron Sorensen would be proud (laughs) so um other motion graphics things going on i'm like it has just been such a haze this year like everything is just how is it july how? Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes, and Jessica Lee Gagne, 
and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your Your source source for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Yeah, so I don't know what else is coming up. I mean, I have notes from back in the day uh, that I started writing down, but I really don't know. There's AI stuff. Oh, you know, um, AI. I've been, and... I, I'm building a video game. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. talk about this. So, a Nintendo game. I, yes. So, you know, I've been really big into retro gaming lately, mm-hmm. you know, and I was talking to someone. Uh, and I was like, you know what? We should we should we should build a video game, you know. And so I kind of uh, came up with this concept for the video game, and I was and and I knew there was uh, I knew there was programs out there. So I'm using this program called Nest Maker, you know, and it's a really really cool program, and it it makes building a uh, an actual NES game so simple. Because, you know, it's it's laid out, you know, it's 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 hierarchical and laid out, you know, on the left side where it's like, here's your overworld, here's your underworld, here's uh, your player sprites, here's your monster sprites, here's your palettes that you can be. And I didn't realize how limiting oh, yeah. building an NES game is. Like, it is crazy. Yeah, them because... Eight bit well, maps. Here's the and... thing: like, uh, uh, your your all your player sprites, right? Now, if you go, if you watch, you know, an NES game, like different elements can have different palettes, right? Mm-hmm. Which is only made up of four colors, and those four colors, out of those four colors, one of them is transparency. Mm-hmm. So you only actually get three colors in your entire sprite. So when they flash... Crazy. I never noticed that. Because they're getting killed. You're just flipping between color palettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, your main character has a palette, and you can have monsters have a palette, but within that, you've only got three colors that you can work with, which mm-hmm. is pretty crazy to, 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 you know, at how limiting and different things... So, for example... Mega Man, if you look at Mega Man's sprite, mm-hmm. Mega Man's body is made up of three colors, right? But his face is a different color. And you're like, wait a second, how did you get that additional color? Well, what they did was they actually have two sprites laid on top of each other. Mm-hmm. And like the face area of the body is actually transparent. And then the face is a whole separate sprite that that's sense. behind it. Yeah. But the thing with sprites are you can only have. 64 individual sprites you know uh uh on a screen at a time that that it will render otherwise Mm -hmm. you start getting the flickering yeah memory problems yeah exactly Mm -hmm. because what it does is it will turn off a specific sprite and it'll rotate which one is turning on and off you know which is pretty crazy you know and so don't rotate those sprites too fast because they'll explode when you when you open them right oh god Anyway, but within the I, get sprite, a, I don't right. get a bell for I get a half bell. I'll get a there you no, go. I get I get this is I'll a, give you I'll give you my my Disney yeah, no. World. If it's not good, though. you have to hold the bell like this. Right. <laughs> 
So, but with the sprites, and like one sprite is tec- technically made up of, I believe, an Lemon 8 and by 8 square. You know? My gosh. So then, you know, so you've got 64 sprites that you can use, yes, but some of these actual characters are made up of anywhere from four to six sprites. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like memory management and color management. And then I bought this. I bought this app on the the iPad. You know, it's made for. Let me see if I can bring it up. It's made for uh, building actual like sprites and animating them. I don't know if y'all can see this. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, let me see. You know, but like you can actually limit yourself to a three color palette and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then going through and watching stuff on. Uh, pixel art and you know best practices it's it is so awesome <laughs> building you... your own game is so much fun even though i haven't started actually building the game i'm like just building different assets and learning all about it and like finally for the first time in a while i feel jazzed about something <laughs> but have <laughs> you, you know? looked at like the way that pixel art works on a crt as opposed to yes because it's really cool yeah like it looks so much better on crt because of the way that it's displayed and those colors man the The colors children children. (laughs) (laughs) but the colors like when when i play when i play mario and i get to that underwater level and it is just blue Mm -hmm. it is so blue and i'm telling you I, i i bet you anything i feel like it's because you know, we've gotten into this LUT world where everyone shoots stuff flat and then they, you know, do a terrible job color correcting it, you know, and it's like we forgot. We forgot what colors were, you know, how good you could get some colors. I mean, mushrooms you know, help. CRT. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway. I mean, why do you think Mario uses them? Right. So are you doing this for the, the Nintendo or the Super Nintendo? The Nintendo. They, I don't think okay. they actually make a Super Nintendo one. Like, I would need to learn assembly in order to... Oh. Yeah. And but I, you can I put this on an on a actual can, cartridge. Yes. So you can buy a blank cartridge, you know, and you can buy, like, the, uh, the actual loader. It's like a hundred bucks for a cartridge and a loader. That's cool. right. And you can insert it and NES maker or NES maker will like load it onto mm-hmm. there. You can throw it into an actual Nintendo and, and physically play it. That's nice. like it is. It's so cool. You know, and I can't wait the music too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's a, a program called Fami tracker, you mm-hmm. know, which allows you to create like eight bit sounding F A M I. Yeah, because not it's, Fanny Tracker. No, Fami, like the Famicom. You know, that's yeah. what the Nintendo was called in Japan, the Super Famicom. Um, but yeah, like you're able to build, you know, uh, uh, songs and you know sound effects and stuff like that. And Nest Maker will actually take those files and import them. It's crazy. They're they're imported as text files. Oh, weird. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes sense. It's probably like MIDI, like play A2 well, I mean, it's for... assembly code is all it is. Yeah. It's probably like A2 for how many milliseconds. Uh-huh. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I would recommend people checking out Nestmaker. It's if you're into retro game, gaming at all, you know, uh, check it out. I'll do, the, then, I'll do the music. Yes. You're going to do the yeah. music. It's going to be good. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, uh, speaking of retro gaming, uh, uh, they did Nintendo Direct, uh, the uh, like a few weeks ago or something, and they announced Mario RPG, 
on Switch, and I am so freaking excited. Oh yes, about it. I can't even tell you how excited I am. And like, the and the new regular uh, was it regular Mario? Got yeah, like there's a new, a new uh, 2D side-scrolling Mario game. But it's 3D characters in a 2D side-scroller. 3D characters, yeah, in a 2D side-scroller, which is really cool. Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't see any TikToks from Tokyo Megs about uh, it. He is in... Where is he right now? Like, he's in some place... Didn't you see the one that he posted all about, like, Mario and, like, uh, Mario gaming? I saw one the uh-huh. other day. Yeah. It was pretty funny. And the AI stuff is is uh, getting really good. The new version, uh, mid journey, man. Mm-hmm. I was creating some stuff the other day that was so realistic. Like, yeah, you know, I just needed reference photos, and I'm going in yeah. and I'm typing stuff. But my new mo is I need something like this, so I screenshot it. I go back into mid journey and I say slash describe and yeah. paste. It gives me four. And it's a little glitchy. It's weird. It gives you four prompts, and you could say make them all, but it always seems to error out. So you can yeah. click them one at a time. But it will make a version of what it described in that prompt. And then you yeah. can take those four prompts and say this one works best and change it a little if you want or whatever. But, man, I mean, it was creating, like, stores and, like, display cases and all sorts of things for me that were so realistic. Uh, cool. I, I needed, like, some old pictures. Mm-hmm. To look like old football photos, like mm-hmm. uh, back in the day, old Jed he used to be the coach, and it was nineteen thirty nine, and that's right. before we allowed the. Anyway, <laughs> certain people on the team because we were racist. Anyway, so you know, you you think about that, or you think about like Cheers and episode like yeah. the beginning yeah, of Cheers yeah. is old photos. Yeah. You can make like anything that looks like that with mid journey yeah. like and it's so crazy how it does it makes up these people mm-hmm. and these like old like looking uh you know how everybody would stand all awkwardly whenever they would yeah. take a photo because like yeah, people yeah. weren't used to it back then like it just is such a great a, a great job of doing that yeah so um, have you seen the tiktoker who um starts with a picture has has them explain it to him like what the prompt would be mm-hmm. puts back in the prompt and then has it like does this it's called like mid journey telephone or ai art telephone right right he just keeps going back and forth and it is really cool to see what mid journey comes up with all right well i'm gonna see what mid journey thinks our show is right now it's <laughs> gonna take a little photo it's interesting what it thinks it sees. It's very mm-hmm. interesting to look because you learn so much about a good prompt, about right. how to craft a good prompt by reverse engineering it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just putting a screenshot of our show and I'm just going to see what it says. Yeah, we'll see if anything good comes um, of it. Uh, I use the AI or the the Photoshop AI generative thing today. Um, it is awful. It was terrible. Didn't work for me at all. You know. I saw it's like TikTok makes it look like it's so good. Like, why don't you use? uh, Why don't you do it mid journey? Because I want to have a bit more control. Mid journey. I I was using type, and mid journey isn't good with type. You know. Yeah, you need to do something like. uh, I mean, you kind of need your own. Yeah. With like control net, you need control net and all of that kind of stuff. All right, yeah. here, here's what our show is, according to, to MidJourney. Mm-hmm. Morgana Fack Podcast 55 XSC Moderator 
in the style okay that's weird Morgan and Brian Gonkora interview one another on the Morgan Crooked <laughs> podcast what oh I saw another another TikToker who would just put in like fake words and it'd say like, yes yeah, yeah yeah like imagine a Blorgok you know or something right. like that and it would imagine what a Blorgok is well, you know it's a Blorgok yeah. Okay, which one didn't work? I swear, let's say Morgan and Brian. It's so weird because, like, the first one always screws up. Which one of us is Morgan and which one of us is Brian? I feel like I'm Morgan. Uh, I don't know. Let me do... I swear number four always screws up. It's so weird. All right, so uh, Morgan and Brian Gonkra. see if I can bring this up over here. I need a good way to bring this up. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Alright, let's bring this up. This is, uh... Yeah. Oh, wow. This is Morgan and Brian Gonker interview one another on the Morgan <laughs> Crooked podcast. people. <laughs> oh, these two... Yeah, this is like the same guy. Right. I mean, even up above... Do we really look that... I mean, That's I guess so we do look that crazy. similar. That's so crazy. Alright, uh, and it's funny... You know what? I would like to think that our show looks way better than that. Well, yeah, there's no... Oh, boy. Boy, these people all look like podcasters, though. They they really do. Okay, now this one is more of like show art kind of oh. thing. Okay? Like that one right there would be the, the thumbnail right. on the top left. I love it. Mokokra Mankak.Karosi. Hmm. The words, the way it does... I know, the way it's so weird. Okay, this one is an interview with two people who are talking on the phone in the style of Mossoker, webcam, raw, versus finished. Yeah. All right, let me open it up. Well, this is kind of cool. It's stylized. Ooh, I like that. This is what it gets just from seeing us doing a podcast. That's pretty cool. And then here's another similar one. Yeah. Mm. Now we could try a better we could try like a better example of this, but here mm-hmm. here's what I'll show you. Like I'm gonna type in an old Kmart, okay, and let's say I'm doing research for my my thing I'm gonna do, right? My little piece mm-hmm. I'm gonna do about Kmart. And I wanna show um like kind of an old decrepit Kmart. Uh maybe empty shelves or something. So I've got an image I'm going to bring it up here. I'm going to view image. All right. Here is an image of an old Kmart. I've actually seen this one before because I've already been researching this. Nice. So here's like an old decrepit Kmart, and I'm going to put it in and ask it to describe this. Because I think we'll get an actual good result from doing it you this think way. So? Yeah. What is the, what, are, what are the, the things called or whatever? Those, like, empty rooms or back oh, liminal back- spaces or the back rooms back rooms yeah. liminal spaces is more of the uh, official term mm-hmm. you know the back rooms almost has its own lore mm-hmm. like stories and stuff so I'm creating these we've got and failed to process my commands story hmm. of course uh, empty aisles yeah it always fails on number four weird all right, I'm on Mid Journey. Are you at? We're paying. We're paying. We're paying for this. All right. So a store with lots of empty shelves in the style of of childhood Arcadius. Now, what does childhood that mean? Childhood Arcadius, Yankee Core, and Soggy. So these <laughs> these these things come up, and I'm like, well, what? 
you know what I'm saying? Like, why why does it get that? You know, it's really cool to kind of deconstruct what it's thinking. You know, a childhood Arcadia. I don't know what that means. Arcadius was a Greek. Oh, uh, was a Roman emperor. Right, but means, what does so. that mean? Uh, I don't anyway. know. All right, so I've got some of these coming in now. Let's see what we got. Maximum number of concurrent jobs. Okay, here we go. All mm. right, I'm going to bring this up. Where's my 2x screen? All right. That's the original. Okay, that's the original. Okay. Here is what it comes up with here as the options. That oh, was stylized. Oh, that's beautiful. See, you know, I, love, I, I love that the thing about Midjourney is they do such a good job with, like, color and, like, design and, you know... Ooh. That's kind of tunish. Yeah, know why all three of them are tunish except for the bottom right. This one's more realistic. Yeah. You know? I mean, look how cool that is. I came out with... Uh, I, I came up with some Kmart ones the other day. Let me just pull them up and show you. Like, I needed some crystals made the other day, right? Yeah. I mean, look what it did when I described. Look at these crystals it made. Wow. You know? Um, some really and good ones. fake. It was created yeah. by a computer. Yeah, look That's at these. So cool. Um, I also asked it to do... Oh, I hadn't seen this Gosh, one. Gosh, look at the subsurface on that. I know. I had it make me some rocks, which were cool. Oh. And, uh, oh, yeah. Like, here's some of the old photos I was doing. Those are fun. Wow. Yeah, I mean, look at that. And then I put them on the wall on the back of a scene. And then I don't have to pay royalties. Um... I'm going to go back to find... I got a lot of stuff in here I've been working on. I want to show you what the... Some of these things looks like. Okay. I asked it to do, like, these different rooms. Oh, here it is. This is this is nuts. I wanted, like, display cases. And I even told it, like, New York, and it had New York Yankees, written on the... Yeah. yeah, look at that. Those are not real. And then the ones that I did with the... Um, oh, gosh. Look at some of these I came up with. These old fashion looking rooms here that mm -hmm. look like you know a man cave or something those are really cool um man i'm going way back here i was messing with nickelodeon sets because we were talking about we want to do a nickelodeon set for this this tour wow so look at all it these different nickelodeon so and i had it do it a set on purpose right because now you get the you get the studio lighting on top yeah Gives me ideas for the the tour. This one is the, was my favorite. I actually used that in some of my concepting, Amazing. and I wanted to show you the Kmart's. I was even asking it about you know Dat Splat and like some concepts we could do for Dat Splat. Ooh, look at this thing. Uh, but, I love it. Um, oh, dude, that's that's a really cool. I love the splats like all over the place. Yes, I have done so much mid journey. Okay, here we go. Here are some of the old Kmart's I came up with with my old prompts. Some wow. of them look a little more like Target, um, <laughs> but <laughs> here's the Kmart's I came up with. But they look more like Target. <laughs> yeah, but I just love some of the old like decrepit looking ones. Yeah, and, and the then colors. I love some of the the color the colors. I mean, you can't tell what this stuff is. Yeah. You know, it's kind of garbled, but, like, ah, it's just so fun. Like, look at this checkout right here. It's so rad. Yeah. Just just getting ideas. It's great for ideas. This one looked like Target. This looks like Target for sure. Yeah. But, oh, man. So great. Anyway, it's been um, an hour. 
I think we got stuff to do. We got a lot of stuff to do. We got a yeah. lot of work to do. We got work to do. Yeah. It is cool. We were we were <laughs> working on something the other day for a, a client, and you and I had a meeting, and we came up with some ways to make it more efficient mm-hmm. in what we were doing. And then the client hits us up. He's like, you know, you could do it like this to make it more efficient. And we're like, yes! That's a great idea! Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing uh, so much... Uh, we're, I, I feel very fortunate that um, I've got work coming in because I know a lot of people don't, but I don't yeah. feel like this is a permanent thing. I really don't. I, I see more stuff coming in. Um, I would say historically, even back when I did video stuff, July always picked up. July, yeah. the, the search terms would go up. People are mm-hmm. looking for stuff. July is when like another kind of hit happens, and then you get your fall hit. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm starting to hear more inquiries from people on stuff. You know, not all of it's going through or whatever, but like, I don't know. If, yeah. if you're having trouble right now, I really don't think this is a permanent thing. Like, yeah, just just hang in and hoard your money, and uh, that's what I'm doing. I'm hoarding because yeah. I got like you know air conditioners to pay for yeah. <laughs> stuff. Apparently, got to buy that hot tub. And that hot tub. How much is the hot tub that you're looking at? But what, is, what does it cost? I don't know. Because you can go anywhere from at. like a two thousand no. dollar hot tub to a twenty thousand dollar. No, hot there's tub. no way I'm doing that. This is this is going to be, you know, the deck is probably going to be most expo- expensive part. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I'm not going all hard. I'm I'm only looking to spend you know a few thousand to whatever. Cool. Um, but that's all I want all this year just to get my hot tub. That's that's, that's good. what I want. That's what I want. So, yeah. Uh, so much yeah. fun. Yay. I, I got to update my to-do list this afternoon. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Cool. We're going to get out of here. Make sure that you check out uh, gotodat.com so you can mm-hmm. find out when we're going to be around. Um, we will probably be updating that within the next month with all of the new <laughs> stuffs. Yes. And uh, dates and other things. If you're we- Oh, I uh, got an inquiry. If you are waiting on a, a pug, they yes. we were waiting for them to be in production. We talk about that. So we got the pug. Pugs. I have a pug in my mailbox, apparently. I got to go get it. He's got a butthole. He does. <laughs> He could use a bidet. It could use a bidet. And uh, so we ordered, well, we ordered some for ourselves, but we ordered some for the tour that we could hand mm-hmm. out. We ordered 20 of them. So I'm going to be sitting there with 20 EJ pugs right. when this box shows up. <laughs> and we're going to send them to the people that already won one. So mm-hmm. I will be contacting you for an address if I already haven't. And then the from that point on, we'll have the pugs. I don't know how yeah, we're going to we'll ship actually- them. Or maybe no, we, we put them in the suitcase. We'll just bring them to the shows. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a suitcase full of pugs. <laughs> and uh, and then we'll hand them out there. So yep. the next one we're doing is going to be what? Is that Toronto or uh, Montreal? It Well, if we do uh, like a little get together in at SIGGRAPH, that'll SIGGRAPH. be in August. But, you know, uh, yeah, August yeah. is both Toronto and Montreal. Okay, cool which is uh, the 17th and the 22nd. Cool. Well, make sure that you uh, check out MoGraph.com. Once, once it's, it's up. Ba- once it's back up. <laughs> Let's see if it's up. It's not. It's not? All right. No. And then um, make sure that you... Um, ch- yeah, check out the dates. Come see us. We, you know, Just keep an ear out. Join our Slack. Get on the Discord. 
We can always get that info. Hopefully I'm not missing anything. Hopefully I'm not missing anyone. Hopefully I'm responding to everybody. If I'm not, I'm sorry. I will eventually. It has just been a lot right now to handle. And I am so far behind on my email. It's not even funny. But I'm not. I got no emails in my inbox. All right. So hit up Matt. Yeah. Hit me up. (laughs) Matt at MoGraph.com is fine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think that's it. I'm just looking through more notes. But... You know, um, we we got to get a guest for next week. We'll make yeah. sure that uh, you know we're going to start putting out some uh, at least the announcements of who's going to be on the show and stuff again. Yeah. Uh, now that we have a little time before we're going back to the tour, but make sure tomorrow, tomorrow's the fourth. If you're in America, make sure you're safe. Yes. Make sure don't you don't uh, don't blow off your hand. Don't you know, drunk get drunk. There and drive. are some people who will start July fourth with 10 fingers and end July 4th with less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So don't do that. Yep. And yeah, you can rate us on iTunes, leave a review. You can also subscribe on your podcast or choice. Help get our ratings up. You can subscribe to the newsletter. Uh, we've been sending that out with some of the dad updates and we've got an mm-hmm. actual newsletter sitting there that I need to make sure is good to go. So we can send that out. Amy was working on that a while back mm-hmm. and I still haven't sent it. Um, you say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo T, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. Uh-huh. The Renders Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee, MoGraph Blandishment shirt. The That Render is Fire shirt, which you're only allowed to wear, ironically. Unless you're Unless shams. shams. Yeah. We need to get her a shirt. We do. Oh, I should have done that. Yeah, you should have. Oh, saw her the other day. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. We're on YouTube, MoGraph.com. Check us out for all the show schedules. Um, once that's back up, you will be able to see that. There's also a playlist on YouTube. You should check out our playlists on YouTube. They're very well organized, yeah. and um, there's an upcoming playlist thing. You can turn on MoGraph.tv I I did that. <laughs> by going to our YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com slash MoGraph or MoGraph.com slash TV, and you can uh, check out 24-7 MoGraph. I've got a ton of new... Uh, content that is going in shortly. My brother's been working on cataloging and transcribing yeah. our shows and all of that. And uh, so we'll have some new stuff to show. I know, you know we show a lot of stuff on MoGraph TV, but we only have a handful of our particular show in the feed right now. And I, there's yeah. a bunch of new stuff which, yeah. which is going to go in. So um, that's it. Awesome. That's it. We're going to get out of here. Till next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Have a good one. Later, yo. It's pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SIGGRAPH, HALFRES, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what?
MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous! Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it! We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.